everyone, Edna Kimball, Edna Sells, and welcome to today's very special episode where we have a local star. <laughs> Tommy Wildcat has joined us today. Tommy, welcome. Oh, it's nice to be here, Kimball, Edna. Yes, yeah. I'm so glad that you came out today. Yeah. So those of you who don't know Tommy, he is a local celebrity. Um, he actually is... Flattest, is that how you say it? Yeah, people say it in different ways. Okay, Flattest, absolutely. Um, and self-taught musician, basically. Yes, I'm making them. I learned how to play. Okay, yeah. fantastic. So um, you basically make flutes mm -hmm. and then you play flutes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So tell us about how that even started. Have you always done it from an early childhood? I was raised in ceremonial dances of our Cherokee people. Okay. And having music around me all my life, you, you really never know about that you can do anything with it. So we would uh, be invited to do things for the tribe. Okay. And every now and then we went outside of the state and some of the guys would come up and ask me if I had any flutes or flute music. And I was like, no. So I asked a friend of mine that was with us, I said, do you know how to make flutes? And he said, a little bit. So we went and got some river cane and experimented. And he left and I kept experimenting and just uh, learned how to make them. And then I taught, taught myself how to play. Wow. And, and so, like, at, were you a teenager? Or is this About 22 years old. 33 okay. years has passed by now. Oh, my goodness. So you've yeah. been doing this for 33 years. Yes. Uh -huh. That is amazing. So now river cane is basically just cane poles, right? Yes, as, as we would know yeah. us as country folks. So is that the same thing? It is. It okay. is. It grows. We're on the outskirts of river cane country. We call it river cane. It's a it's North American indigenous bamboo, but we commonly call it river cane because it does grow by the rivers and it needs floodwaters to grow. So oh. yeah, here in the eastern part of Oklahoma, we're very fortunate to have river cane growing. There's three types, Spectra, Appalachia, and we got Gigantia here, which we use and it grows in different areas up to almost a silver dollar size. Okay, and so which is which is your preference, the larger? Oh yeah, the larger the better. Oh yeah. really? Yes. Okay. Uh -huh. And you have some secret locations that you get that? Or? I sure do. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. not telling us either. <laughs> yeah, up and down the Illinois River, okay. and then uh, on the Arkansas, and then uh, every once in a while I make a trip back east because I know some friends that know where a lot of huge cane fields are. Okay. So I'll be I'll bring a truckload back with me. And so where where is back east? Where Alabama, Georgia. Okay, yeah. so that's true river cane, I guess. Uh, it's still the, too, the yeah. indigenous for for Alabama, I guess. Yeah, it grows all over the southern states. Okay. Yeah, we're on the outskirts of river cane country. Okay. On Georgia, Alabama, Kentucky, Tennessee. You'll find river cane all the way out through Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. So. so what does that look like? You just you just cut the cane and take it home and start to work, or you have to let it cure and dry, or? Yeah, it's always green when you cut it. Mm-hmm. So whenever you cut it, like right now, this is the time to go cut some, and then uh, it'll, it'll take about two, three months before it to season out. So there's turn a yellow. best time of the year to cut it. In July and August. Oh, okay. Yeah, it'll turn yellow within a week. 
Oh, nice. That's when I love to go get it. But you have to watch out for the snakes, too. Oh, forget it then. Don't yeah. me. <laughs> that deters a lot of people. I was like, oh, yeah, me and my younger brother, we uh, I would go out there, and every now and then we'd run into a water moccasin, and he would throw the cane down and take <laughs> off running. <laughs> I would be with your brother on that then. I don't do snakes. So uh, best time to cut it is in the hotter times of the month. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then you have to let it cure. Season out. Mm -hmm. Season out. And then how do you know how long to cut it and how far apart to put the holes? And Every now and then I'll get a cane, say one out of 20, that is perfectly straight. Oh. And that's definitely going to be a blowgun. Oh, you make blowguns also? Yes, out of flutes. Oh, my goodness. Um, you also make blowguns oh, out yeah. of the river cane? I started making blowguns from the ancient village when I first learned about it. It brought a lot of Cherokees together, the Cherokee Heritage Center ancient village. So when I was out there my first year in 1990, I seen a lot of the guys with blowguns, and I'm like, oh, my, that's really neat. So whenever I went to the cane field, I was always interested and loved my heritage. And uh, I went out to the cane field and just put me right there and with everybody else that ever came out to the cane field. So I would learn about other people, and I started making them. And then um, um, uh, going places with them, they'd see the blowguns, and then somebody would say, do you have any flutes? So that's how I really made that transition. transition yeah wow. within the year so in 91 is when I started making flutes so it's 2024 so it's like 33 years now that's amazing now tell me are you from Tahlequah or one of the outlying areas where are you originally from I always tell people I was born at the old Indian Hastings Hospital so you can't get no more than there you coming go into the world from there <laughs> Uh, but my father and mother uh, raised us on my grandma, Polly Teehee's Indian land, just uh, uh, south of here, in between Braggs and Gore, okay. on the Greenleaf Lakes Mountain State Park. They call it Wildcat Mountain over there. But uh, um, after if you go the down wildcats. after the Wildcats, <laughs> yeah. I always tell people the school's name has a mascot after my family too. Uh that's true. But uh, we uh, were raised there on the mountain and until um, 18. And we went to the Sequoia Indian School. And after Sequoia Indian School, our grandfather had Indian land, a Cherokee allotment. His was solely intact over the uh, east of Keys. And that's the 100 uh, acres? That's 165 160, acres. And that's the original allotment? Original allotment. Wow, that's rare. It was. My grandfather... Uh, uh, passed away and my father has split it up between his seven they have seven siblings so everybody got like 18.8 .8 acres over there everybody over between on Greeley Mountain got uh, uh, at least six acres oh, or wow. seven so my father got six because this was right there by the road and then uh, I end up uh, about because of COVID took me about five years to split our land dates got set back, oh, uh, court yes. dates. And yeah, it took forever. Next thing you know, my uh, after my mom passed away, then I, I uh, started uh, on splitting our land up. So it took me about five years, but uh, everybody got about 2.7. And since my mom had a wheel, my brother got 
her nine acres inheritance. So he got about 14 acres. Okay. So you're definitely from the area, but just a little farther south. Yeah. So what, one of the things that I think is so unique and amazing, um, Tommy actually is available. You can hire him to do private concerts and, and he was gracious enough to do one for our family. Um, we had a friend in from Mexico city and she was just blown away with that private concert. It was amazing. But when we were visiting with you, you have literally traveled the world as a musician. You had mentioned, so So, what's the farthest you've ever traveled? I went to, up into the Scandinavian areas of Sweden and Finland. And I went with the international uh, dance uh, cultural exchange programs from Canada. Mm-hmm. And um, I went with some... Uh, Hopis, which was really neat, uh, several times, and uh, went on my own twice uh, to France and Germany and England, and uh, they were all paid for, which uh, I was really honored to be asked, so I didn't have to pay for anything. But whenever I was there, I bought stuff, so that was in my early 20s, and then I um, started getting more gigs here, and and then people would ask me about Europe a lot, and I was like, oh, well, you know what, the countries are really, I said, uh, um, uh, economically um, striving. <laughs> they're, they're, gr they're great places to see, but I said, we have great places here. Yes. I said, and in your backyard, your home, and uh, the real money is American dollar. <laughs> it's the strongest. So I... Well, I just try to stay here as much as I could, book here. But I have been to Hawaii 18 different occasions. 18 times 18 to times. Hawaii? I got to learn uh -huh. to play. Brittany, give me a flute. Yeah. I'm going to learn to play the flute. <laughs> There's two times that I went three times in a row. I flew here, flew to Atlanta, did an event, flew back, flew back to Atlanta, flew oh back. Gosh. Atlanta was a really good summer. It's like the New York of the South. It's like Lima, Peru. I just went to Lima last right. month. I follow you on, guys, follow him on Facebook. He's got quite the journey, all these fun things. You went to Machu Picchu, right? I went to Machu Picchu, yes. Yes, uh -huh. yes. Yeah, I took my sister and nephew with me to Machu Picchu. And, and you played the flute while you were there? Oh, yeah. Of course. Uh -huh. Yeah, of course. right in the, uh, the lost city of the Incas. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, Machu Picchu. Yeah. It was a beautiful uh, the Andes are the second largest mountains in the world, so yeah. it was really neat to go through there. It was a unique trip because we uh, flew into Lima. You know, they say Lima is like the New York of the of, the, of South America. Yes. So like 11 million people living there. Oh my gosh! So we took a bus from Lima, went up the coast, and where all the NASA lines are. I've seen a few of them. We've seen a few from the bus. And then we went all the way back into the mountains and all the way to Cusco, which is considered the largest. It's the oldest city in the Americas. Oh, and uh, yeah. we went to Cusco and stayed at this um, nice hotel. It, the whole city's old, but there's got a few places and a, a mall that's really nice. And we went to uh, the San Francisco Plaza Hotel and... Uh, uh, in Lima. In Le and Cusco. Oh, Cusco. The yeah. San Francisco Hotel in Cusco. Cusco. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. And then when we got there, I was like, we're staying on Tupac 
uh, Boulevard, which Tupac Shakur is named after Tupac the Inca King, which was the last uh, 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 chieftain of we the Incas to, to, uh, uh, to war with the Spanish for the indigenous people of South America, Lima, the Incas, to regain their their kingdomship. But yeah, we uh, stayed on that boulevard, and my uh, uh, nephew and us, we went to, they picked us up, and we went to Machu Picchu, and it was a uh, goal um, to play there. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. So do you know offhand how many um, how many U U.S. states you've played in, or is that something you've been tracking? Every state except for Alaska. Seriously, yes, ma'am. We gotta fix that. that was okay, my yeah. Alaska people. Someone call and hire Tommy and get him there. Wow, you've played in every state except, except for Alaska. Alaska. Yes, that is uh, amazing. Yeah, I um, I have that set in a goal before I uh, uh, turn uh, sixty. Okay. <laughs> Fifty-six right now, so I got about four more years. You got four years to get him to Alaska, <laughs> y'all. I that is incredible, Tommy. I knew you were extremely well traveled, but I had no idea. It was to that extent. That's uh, amazing. Yeah, yes, yeah. I uh, um, started uh, with this art show in Atlanta, um, uh, some powwows in uh, Mississippi, and then I met people wherever I was going that was uh, pretty well known in, in the areas. Uh, Tennessee, uh, a gentleman that produced Bill Dance Outdoors on the Nashville Network, was of Cherokee heritage, and uh, he uh, came out to me and enjoyed my music. I had cassettes back then, and oh, uh, wow. he uh, said, how much do you charge to come play? And I looked at him and said, producer, TNN Network, and I was like, oh, there ain't nothing I can't tell this man that he don't already know. Right. I said, well, I'm on the road like this, and I'm just starting. I'll take anything I can get. So he goes, well, you won't make it on cassette sales. Let's see what we can do. So he got me hired for $500. Oh at the time, gosh. and I uh, uh, started getting hired at a lot of different places. I just started domino affecting. That is amazing. And wow. then been at the New Orleans Jazz Fest five times straight, which is the largest festival in the country. The New Orleans Jazz, Jazz Festival. Fest. Oh mm -hmm. my gosh, that sounds incredible. Yeah, they have like 20-something stages there, and a lot of people, uh, artists from different cultures, you know, and different genres of music. Now, see, I, I introduced you as a local superstar, but now I'm finding out you're nationally recognized and, and world-renowned. That's so impressive. Yeah, that's been a, uh, I always tell my friends, I was like, uh, did you know you scanned that check in the mail? So yeah, somebody contacted me. And I was like, they, um, uh, called me up and told me and, and said, well, I saw it didn't happen overnight. <laughs> so right, right. I 33 years in the making. Struggle. Yeah. I said, I produced nine CDs. And I said, I always tell my nephews and nieces, this, they didn't produce themselves. I said, I had to learn how to um, compose music, put it to, uh, put it to work at the studios, get it uh, recorded. And then I uh, get it out there and market it. And then I just keep one of them in stock, which has always been my best-selling CD. It's called Warrior Flutes. And I've sold uh, uh, thousands of them wherever I went. And uh, I probably averaged about 150 CDs at an event. Oh, wow. So I, I always tell people, it took care of me when I was a little boy. Uh, so as I come out with it in 
1996, and then I changed the cover in 2000, and then I won a music award, Flutist of the Year, and I just kept on selling it. And uh, since I didn't sell millions of them, there's always been a market for traditional music. Right, right. So yeah. everywhere I go, I just play it. People are like, where's that music come from? And then uh -huh. they'll buy it from me. Yeah. So. Do you have a website, or how would someone still be able to purchase if they were interested? I think Facebook is probably the best thing that has okay. come to a lot of people. Reach out to Tommy on Facebook then. Tommy okay. Wildcat, yeah. Okay, I love that. Yeah. Now, I see that you brought your flute. Can we take a look at that today? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and show us, kind of explain to us what, what uh, you've got there. In fact, I bought a River King flute that I made myself. Okay. And you sell, just to be clear, everybody, he does sell these. these. And um, we recently had a friend come in from uh, Mexico City, and he did a private concert. He's for hire for that. And then also we were able to gift her one of these from him, which she cherishes. So tell us, like, what is, how many parts to it, and what is the... Oh, uh, there's a... Um, there's a the knoll right here, you see? And this one, I cut it a little bit over, but there's a knoll here, and in between the knoll here, I just cut it in between, and leave the natural wall so that the wind will blow into the other side of the chamber. So it's already hollow, but it's just got that wall at that knoll. Okay. So I have to knock it out, and then uh, each hole is about an inch apart. Okay. So that's and a five-hole And then what is the loop. material? This is deer leather, dyed deer leather. Oh, wow. And then uh, this got a uh, little bitty, okay. make the reed. I'll put it over halfway, and the air blows it to the other side. Okay, okay. That is so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And so this one you made, and, and you make them and sell them, and people can purchase those. Yeah. Yeah, they're $50 to flute. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I always tell people that. It's like, they want me to personally message them. I was like, oh, they're going to find out anyway. As Facebook is public. 50 bucks. Yes, <laughs> you can have yes. one. Even if you meet me at Walmart or Research, that's going to be 50 bucks. Because I have to go there and drive there. Yeah, yeah. And so that just pays for the gas to get there. Absolutely. Okay, so Tommy, you were going to show us your flute. Yeah. And this is, did you make this one or you did not make no, this one? No, I've had this flute for about 28 years, 29. I got it back in 1995. What's that, 29 years ago? Yeah. A friend that's now passed away liked what I did uh, on at the Atlanta Art Show down in North Cross, Georgia, north of town. It's out by 85 going north towards... Um, Gainesville. You ever been out that way? I have not, no. It's like, uh, some people, when I was back east, they were always traveling, driving everywhere. More than a truck driver, people's like, well, Tommy, Tommy, my friends, like, Tommy drives around this place like it's his backyard. Oh, there you go. You got yeah. used to it. I got yeah. used to it for 16 years. I was touring everywhere, wow. 10 months of the year, and doing events up in Pennsylvania and New York and going down. I said, no. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, promoting my cassettes, places, and actually, you know, people would like start helping me yeah. at places. And when I'd get there, they're like, "How much do you charge to be here next year?" So people would they'd see people coming up to me and talking with me at a booth that I was at, and 
then I started meeting friends that were MCs, and I was like, Tommy, could you get up here on the mic and play for us? You know, it takes up some time. Uh, yeah, sure, I'll do that. And I was like, oh, I, we like how he does that. You know, he's the only flute player I know that speaks Cherokee whenever he starts playing flute. So at the time, I was uh, from here, so I was promoting the tribe and right. on my own. And down in Florida, uh, some people that I've known for over 33 years at different places. That is amazing. It's California. Yeah. Um, just the different areas I'd go to, and some of the people I've known them for many years. That's and funny. I still see them to this day. Yeah, and so the flute travels with you everywhere you go. Yeah, this flute right here. Yeah, yeah I took it with me to Europe. I took some of my cane flutes to Europe too with me, and played them. And I took a cane flute with me to Machu Picchu, just to play it there, so that oh. I could say I played. Flute, because that's how I got my national treasure, Cherokee national treasure. Yes, I didn't even mention that at the top of the show. Is that you are a Cherokee national treasure, and that happened of uh, two thousand and thirteen. Two thousand and thirteen. So I yes. was bestowed the title of uh, Cherokee national treasure. That is amazing. Yeah, last year, two thousand and. 22, uh, I was the youngest one for the Tulsa Indian Alliance to get the Lifetime Cultural Achievement Award. Oh, wow. Yeah, the most Larkin Award. She's one of the, the one that uh, I uh, discovered and uh, started the Tulsa Ballet. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I knew the name sounded familiar. Yeah, Bosa Larkin. Yeah. yeah. So are you are you teaching anyone? Is anyone coming up behind you? or? Oh, they uh, see me in, uh, just this past weekend. We were in Lakeland, Florida, and a gentleman came up to me and says, you really inspired me to play. And that happens every now and then with people. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, so they uh, come up to me and tell me that. And, and uh I just said, uh, well, I sure appreciate the, the nice comment, you know. And yes. uh, uh, once in a while, here locally, probably like yourself, and uh, oh, uh, people come up to you and talk oh. with you all the time <laughs> about nice something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So at the beginning um, of the description, you talked about there being three different kinds of river cane. One of them being the larger. Is this out of the largest? No, I, this right here. A friend of mine gave this to me uh, in, at the art show in Atlanta, Spirit of America. And this is a chestnut flute. Oh, it's So this is gigantic. This is, it gets larger than this, too. But uh, uh, this right here is a chestnut flute. And uh, a friend of mine gave this to me. It's tuned really well. And uh, at the time, I was up on stage promoting the Cherokee people. He liked what I did. He was of Cherokee heritage himself. And he uh, seen me play these little bitty river cane flutes. And then the next year I was there, I was still playing my river cane flutes. And he says, I gave you that flute so that you can make more and better music. <laughs> because I like what you do. Oh, that's amazing. I said, oh, wow, really? Okay, well, I'll start playing it then. So everything from recording music to marketing, to selling, to promoting myself. As people would tell me about things, I would start incorporating and learning how to do it myself. Wow. So I had somebody want to do it. Uh, she's really well known, Mac East. And, uh, and uh, she was wanting to uh, 
kind of like helped me out with being an agent. And after a while, she's like, Tommy, really, you don't need an agent. You're already being booked and all that That's stuff. You're, so you're, you're your own agent. Yeah, uh, you've got that figured out. That's yeah. amazing. So people just call me up and and uh, make an offer to me nowadays. Before, yeah. I used to really was like, oh, no, so I can't do it for that. I was like, I'll hurt. You guys will be great making everything, good credentials, money, and I'll be there broke. <laughs> So I can't have that happen. Well, good. You have to know your own value. That's yes. really important. Yeah. Well, and speaking of value, could we ask you to play just a very short little brief on your on your beautiful cane here? Sure. I'll play a song for you. Okay. You know, most of the music I compose myself, so I'll play a couple of songs for you. I'll shorten them and put them together. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. The first one I call Oster, which means good or fine. The second one I call Don Nagohai, which means see you again in our Cherokee language. So here we go. Okay. Amazing. Thank you. And that's an original? That's an original song. Oh, my gosh. Both of them. Mm -hmm. That is amazing. Yeah. Well, we are so excited that you took time out to come and join us today and to share this. I really think we need to have you back because I feel like we're just scratching the surface. There's so much going on there. Um, where's your next big trip located at? Uh, I leave tomorrow for... Uh, <laughs> well, of course. For Little Rock. Okay. Oklahoma, Arkansas State uh, Fine Arts Museum. Okay. It's a grand opening. Wow. So they've invited me to come uh, play for 30 minutes tomorrow night. Um, 
day off Friday, and then Saturday is family day at the at the art show. So I'll be there from ten till four downtown Little Rock. Okay. And uh, playing music, shooting a blowgun. Oh. And uh, just demonstrating, talking about Cherokee people. So that's Saturday, and then afterwards I'm gonna just drive on back. Oh my goodness. But our next event is uh, Kansas City and Wichita for the tribe. You are just on the road all the time, aren't you? It's been you? pretty neat, yeah. Yes, yes. And last week we went to uh, Google Search and Apple Maps oh my gosh. Out, the, uh, out in the Bay Area of California. So it's over there, and I got to play there at Google. Hey, it was really neat. I'll tell you what, we'll put a link to your Facebook page below so that any of you who want to connect with him, again, he sells the flutes, um, which we were able to purchase, you know, for, for a gift for a for a friend of ours. And then he also sells the blowguns. How much are the blowguns? Well, they're a hundred. A hundred? Okay. Uh, a three-footer. Okay. A Three footer, there you go. That should that should kill a rabbit, yeah, right? Come with the five darts, yeah. So okay, perfect. You got five chances. Okay, but you'll be to reach out to Tommy directly through Facebook or just friend him on Facebook. That works too. Tommy Wildcat. Tommy, again, thank you so much, guys. Please like, follow, and share. This is like a really incredible opportunity to have somebody who's local and is such a wonderful ambassador for our area um, and has basically just traveled the world. I think that is so cool doing what you love. Thank you very much. Anna. Yes, I'm thank very you. very honored to be here on your show. Well, thank you. And thanks for watching, everyone.